Welcome back, one and all, once again to the 42 Podcast, latest and greatest club from the restaurant, the end of the world, end of the universe. As always, to my left, your good friend and mine, Mr. Ryan. How you doing today, buddy? <laughs> hey, Jacob. I'm good. How are you? Uh, not too bad. A bit under the weather, a bit of a cold or allergies or something. I don't know. Yeah, like a head cold or chest cold? Uh, it's mainly in my head and coughing a lot, but... Just you know. mainly in your head. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. Funny, funny. I am. Uh, sorry we were coming to you a day late, but yesterday was Father's Day, so, you know, family obligations and such. I'm and a that's, father. That's how it goes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you didn't even realize it was Father's Day, though, did you, Jacob? I, like, as long as he's, how I much kept... do you care about your dad? I love my dad, but I just talked to okay. him the other day. <laughs> like, it's one of those things, like his birthday and Father's Day are within like eight days of each other. <laughs> so, oh, they are? Okay. Yeah. Did you get him something cool for his birthday or just a phone call? I uh, I got him some beard grooming stuff because you know my dad's got a nice beard. So I got him some beard. Your dad shape. has never not had a beard. He's always had one. There was a, And I've known you for there was a brief more than period. half your life, right? It was a brief period right R- right after we thing. moved to Oklahoma, he shaved it. No, he didn't. Yes, he did. Because I remember the one time on vacation, right? No, that's it. That it. was it. That was it. Never mind. That was the time. It was he on did. the vacation. Yeah. He shaved it for two days. And as soon as he walked out of the bathroom, he went in and shaved it. And he comes out, and your mom's like, almost in tears, like, grow it back. <laughs> like, you need to grow that back. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's had a beard since college, I think. You know, 18, 19 years old. Like, I think, he had, I think when he got married, he had a beard. Like, he's had it pretty much his entire life, adult life. As long as I've known him. Yeah. I've only seen him once without a beard, and he looked like something out of, like, Chernobyl. <laughs> it was like it was just like an accident. You're like, no, not you. <laughs> it was like seeing, like, the evil twin or something. I don't know. It was... Yeah, it, so I got him some beard stuff, got him some beard shampoo and some beard balm to make it all nice and soft. And... Awesome. Yeah, yeah, it's good yeah. stuff. Does he still rock a pretty good beard then? Oh, yeah. Yeah, you know, yeah. he keeps it a bit... Closer than mine is because, you know, he's an important person. <laughs> Where I'm just, you know, a computer programmer <laughs> that sits in the back corner and doesn't talk to anybody all day. And I'm okay with that for the most part. Yeah, that's not a bad place to be, really. <laughs> and I did. Like, the cubicle behind me that's up against the wall opened up about a month ago. And as soon as it was open, I moved. <laughs> so like, I'm like farther away? Yeah. Like, more against the wall? I, I can be pretty antisocial. I won't lie. Not you. No way. <laughs> so did you have a good Father's Day? Bad and different? Just one of those things? It's not public, but it was pretty shitty. I'm sorry. Yeah. No big deal, though. I mean, you know, you win some, you lose some, right? That's right. Yeah, yeah. Did you get yeah, to no watch problem. any of the, did you watch any of the U.S. Open at all? The golf tournament? Unfortunately, I don't have TV right now. Oh, man. It was human drama at its best. Like, it really? was the best. Oh, the back nine was Because this is the U.S. Open, which is the hardest golf tournament in the world. And You so, think so? Well, that's what, it's, that's what the USGA prides themselves in being is the hardest major in the world. Really? I think, like, it's more difficult than, like... It's more difficult than Gusta Pines? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, I think this year, eight people finished under par. 
You know what? I think it's kind of shitty to say that you're a difficult golf course just because the greens are shitty. Well, I saw the greens do some. I saw the balls do some stuff that they're not supposed to do on a A class course. I did think like the there greens were some strokes were kinda added iffy, on just because of a shitty green. And generally, you know, that's not the more. case. I think the course got away from. Nah, I don't know, man. I don't know that one where the where the ball's perfectly on course, and then when it gets to the hole, it kind of follows this like divot ridge around the hole. It's like, uh, you almost should have given him that one. Like, he hit it perfectly. <laughs> but anyways... Like, there was no way to make that putt. There's just... Oops. <clears throat> There's just no way to make that putt. Yeah. But, so 16, right? Spieth mm -hmm. sinks his birdie putt. So he goes to minus 6. And so he's got a two-stroke lead. No, he's got, he's got a three-stroke lead on the field. So, and I told my wife, like, this is over. It's over. It's just to stop you, is he the guy who won the Masters? Um, the Masters. Yes, the twenty-one-year-old phenom from from Dallas. He's the, yeah, yeah, he's the new phenom the, from the from college. Yeah, yeah, and so, so he goes. They go in. He goes into seventeen, which is his par three, and goes full-on shankopotamus, just right into the rough, like eight what? foot. Oh yeah, really? dude. Oh, terrible. So he double bogeys, and then. The just uh, Dustin Johnson, the guy who was leading going into the day, he birdies seventeen to get to minus four, and Spieth birdies eighteen to get to minus five. Right, so Dustin Johnson, last group on the course, a six hundred yard par five, and Johnson crushes it like the six best football fields. Yeah, he. He crushes this driver like 350. And he then he takes a noise. five iron, two, okay. 250 to 12 feet from the pin. My God. Yes. So he's got one putt to win, two putts to tie. First, How, wait, how's Jordan doing? Is he part of this he, he, group or is he no, already no, no, done? He's done. He's done. He's, at, oh, he's in the house shit. at minus five. So in Johnson, this is it. He's the only guy who can beat him. Uh, this is... First putt, like his first putt is really good and it kind of just burns the edge, right? But keeps going and it just just meanders just a little too far. It rolls out to like that four and a half, five foot range. Where it's a real putt? It's a real putt. And then he misses to lose. No! Yes. No. Yes, he, oh, and he, he burnt the edge again. He missed it to the other side. He no. like overcompensated. I would have just broke my club and not put a fucking score in. I would have oh. taken last. <laughs> I would have been so salty. Oh, I'm the man. saltiest human being on the fucking planet if it burns twice like that. Like, <laughs> what? And I just sat there like, I literally had my hands over my mouth. It's like, oh, my God. <laughs> How much were those putts worth? Um, About a million dollars. Well, this... Well, if I guess the second and third putt were about the same. Well, could be about the same because the U.S. Open is an 18-hole playoff. So if he had made the second putt, he would have gone to a playoff today. But okay. so he could have still finished second. But I, I think first, I know first place is 8.1 million at the U.S. Open, and I think second place is 800,000. <gasps> oh. Yeah. That's oh. so much money, Jacob. I know. It was. Did you put four foot for $8 million? A million. $7 million, whatever the difference is. 
It was a million. It was 1.8 and 800K. So, so a million dollars. I mean, I could try. <laughs> I don't think I could put on a flat surface for a million dollars from four foot. Well, the thing is, is these guys, especially a guy like him, who's won a quite a I mean, he hasn't won a major yet, but he's won quite a bit. He's, you know, top 20 golfer in the world. He's got $50 million in the bank. It's all about the glory, really, for a lot of those guys. Oh, that's interesting, right? Like when, when money starts to lose its value, it starts to it doesn't hold as much pressure. It's now just about doing it. Right. What's funny yeah. is I've heard stories about the practice rounds those guys play. Because they mm -hmm. like to play with each other, and they gamble hard. Hundreds really? of thousands of dollars a hole kind of thing. Damn. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so does that make Jordan on course to make the Triple Crown or the... Grand Slam, yep. He's Grand got Slam. the first two. No shit. He's got the first Did two. Is that making the youngest? Um, yes. Yes. I, no. Maybe. Something. Something, yeah. Maybe he's an answer. It's I either guess. him or Tiger. <laughs> it's either him or Tiger. So I Tiger, Tiger was good. He was good. Now he's terrible. Yeah, he's terrible. Like, well, I mean, he's better than I am. Yeah, it's just his. I think his one of his problems. A, he's lost it in its head. But B, he had such a powerful and violent swing for so yeah. long. Mm -hmm. He's had four back surgeries and like six knee surgeries. That catches up with you after a while. Yeah, I really do think that's most of it. You know, I think his body's just broken. But anyway, it it's was... It's not like an Ernie L swing who can probably play golf all the way until he's 70. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, big easy. He mm -hmm. just, he's got such a perfect swing that he can probably do that until he's 75 years old. See, and that's something I worry about with, with Jordan Spieth is his, his swing. It's pretty violent. Is it? Yeah, it's all like it works. For, <laughs> it works for him, but it's not overly pretty. Right. You know, it's not like like you said, Ernie L's who just like if you could. He's one of those people. If I could, you know, teach someone to swing, it'd be like here, do this. Yeah, no, it's, it's you know. near the perfect golf swing. Oh yeah, it's fantastic. Yeah, robots swing like Ernie L's does. Yeah, oh, just yeah. kind of perfect. You know, it's got a lot of timing and a lot of rhythm and a, it's got a smoothness rhythm. to of it. You know, a smoothness to it that most people just envy. Oh, just you know, they call him the Big Easy. It's a per. I mean, he's he's got perfect rhythm, just perfect, perfect tempo. Just oh, and yeah. he doesn't seem to be bothered. Like every golf shot's just like you know a par three on a Sunday afternoon with his kids. Just so nonchalant and it's weird to see somebody not get in a hurry. You know what I mean? Like he's he doesn't ever rush the golf club. He just you know, he weighs two hundred pounds and the golf club weighs an in the golf ball weighs an ounce and he uses that he's to okay his advantage, with that. Yeah. yeah. He's okay with that. He can still crush a ball too. <laughs> yeah, I can. You know, he gets three ten, three twenty. It's not three forty, three fifty, but still it's yeah. it's far enough out there that he's hitting Nine oh, yeah. irons and seven irons in, which is good enough for a pro, yeah. especially with his swing. You know, he's oh. got the just classic golf swing. As mm. a about like Dustin Johnson, that guy took a five iron, two hundred and fifty-five yards yesterday. I don't understand that. I can't. I don't understand. I don't know that. if I could hit a driver that far right now. <laughs> if I were to go out and just start cranking on a driver, I don't tee it up. I don't know if I could do that. He's so long. Much it's... less, like, make it stop. Like, hit it and let it roll to, like, 12 feet within the... Yeah. Like, what? 
Oh. You're a monster. You're a goddamn alien. Like, what are you doing? Like, I don't know. Yeah. But when there's, you know, a million dollars on the line, like, a major. it makes sense. Yeah, it makes sense that there's some pretty good people trying to do it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, so that's what I did for a chunk of my Sunday yesterday was watch golf. I got a two-year-old that still takes naps. Oh, yeah? So I took a nap yesterday afternoon. <laughs> Naps are so amazing. I'm talking, I've got a, you know, $2,000 bed with a $100 pillow. I slept for three hours and just drooled. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, I'm talking just out. Like, I'm not even sure I moved. (laughs) It's amazing. You You don't realize you need it until you take it. You're just like, you wake up, you're like... Was I dead? What? <laughs> Did I go into a coma? It's when you wake up and you're not sure whether you should go to work or whether it's breakfast or whether it's, you know, dinner. Or you're like, what? I, what's going on? Well, who am I? What year is it? You know, like <laughs> like some Robin Williams character. Or if you do it, you know, not in the summer, like in the winter, and you wake up and it's dark outside, like, what time is it? Is it 2? Is it 4? Yeah. Is it 6 the next morning? I don't know what time, you know. What's the greatest feeling in the world? Like, is is there anything better than waking up at like three o'clock in the morning, thinking it's time to get up, and you look at your phone and realize you have three more hours to sleep, or three and a half more hours to sleep? That's, that might be the greatest feeling in the world. You're like, oh, 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 and, the and you re- just kind of curl up against your war pillow and put the blanket over you, and you just pass out. Like, and the reverse is one of the worst when you wake up and you feel like you've been asleep for like five minutes and you look at your clock and it's like five minutes to your alarm supposed to go off. That's the worst feeling in the world. Oh, you're just like, oh God, I don't know if I can do this. I don't know if I can do this. Of course you go back to sleep for those five minutes, but still, which is probably a mistake. Probably a mistake. You probably should spend those five minutes in a cold shower. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. It is a great feeling though, right? When you wake up at three o'clock and you're like, oh, I've got plenty of time. <laughs> you just pass back. What's Ooh. the what's the longest you've ever slept? Let's see. Like straight or like woke back up and kind of like milled around for like five or ten minutes and then just pass back out. Long enough. Wake up long enough for like a bathroom break. Uh, let's see. If I went to bed at eight and I woke up at eight that's 12 midnight would make it 16 or if i woke up at noon that would be how much is that yeah 16 i'd say around 16 17 hours 16 and a half not bad not bad yeah how about you like three days 24 and a half yeah i'm sure yeah it's probably because you stayed up for five days ever do it it's terrible don't ever sleep that long it's terrible because really? after a while, your body actually starts using more energy to stay asleep than it does by getting it. And plus, you haven't opened your eyes in 24 hours. And you've been laying down for 24 hours. That's it hurts. I like bet you're it does. stiff. You're like, oh, God. And your eyes feel weird. And you're just like, oh, God. Oh, God, this hurts. It was, I bet it's it was, kind of psychedelic. It's kind of abnormal to your brain. It's kind of a weird experience. It really is, especially when yeah. you realize you've been out that long. Mm-hmm. You know, and you're, you're kind like, of coming to, and your brain starts to, yeah. But you probably stayed up for like five days on Red Bulls. No, it wasn't that bad. 
I got like eight hours of sleep every morning. I was just pulling all-nighters. I just flipped my sleep schedule <laughs> for a couple of days. It was finals week. I have heard, though, if you'll black out your windows and make it sure that you're like in a silent environment that's you know comfortable and cool with a comfortable pillow and stuff, that most people would sleep for 14 or 16 hours. Like most people are sleep deprived right now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And that's like it, most people need to sleep 12 or 16 hours. When I was living in Tulsa, because, you know, southern summers, it gets hot. Mm. And our air conditioning was terrible. Talk about it, right? And now so, I'm feeling for that. So what we did is we got extra heavy-duty aluminum foil mm -hmm. and blacked out all the windows to try and keep the heat out. Right, right, uh, right. Yeah, right. and you can if you let yourself. You, Especially the first week or two before you kind of get used to it, you can sleep 12 hours without even trying. Yeah, that's not getting used to it. That might be you catching up on the sleep. Yeah, but the problem is, is like even like I even try to like for the most part, I try my best to get eight hours a night. I do. I go to bed like ten, ten thirty, you know, to wake up at six thirty. Yeah, and me too. I'm still tired. Grant, I'm doing better now than I was, but still, you still owe somebody a lot. <laughs> like, don't talk about like you haven't gotten, you haven't like made a couple withdrawals that you owe some interest on. You could sleep for eight hours probably for the next ten years and not be caught up. That's probably true. You probably could sleep ten hours a night and still just be paying back on the principal. <laughs> You're barely covering the interest right now, honey. Yeah. Eight hours is what you should have been getting your whole life. Didn't have the time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. You're only missing half your hours of sleep. If I could... Yeah, if I if I could get if I could get by on six, I would. If I could, but I can't. I just can't do if it. If I could go to bed at midnight and get up at six mm -hmm. and feel okay, I would be happy if I could go to bed at midnight and get up at six thirty or seven. Like that's still not even feasible for me. Like it has to be ten thirty to get up at six thirty. Like that's just what it has to be. Yeah, that's about where I'm at now. Yeah, and I owe the Reaper all the time. <laughs> Like I said, Sunday, I mean, I took three and a half hours and was out. I was mad when it was time to wake up, Dad. We're going down to Father's Day, you know, barbecue and burgers. I was like, no, I don't give a fuck about Father's Day or burgers ever. Let, <laughs> let me, me go sleep. back to sleep. Yeah, yeah let mm -hmm. me sleep. I'm tired. That's a weird feeling when you sleep three and a half hours and you wake up more tired than you were when you went to sleep. Is it more tired you, or just realizing how tired you were? It's probably that. Because <laughs> you I've still been having, have to I've wake up. Twitch, yeah, I've had a twitch in my eye for two weeks. And those happen because of either too much caffeine or too little sleep. And I think it's the too little sleep. Probably. Yeah. Man, last night I struggled, dude. I had heartburn. Oh, yeah. Like, have I, you ever had that heartburn where it feels like the valve in the top of your stomach quit working? And every time you lay down, it just feels like you're pouring acid down your throat? Oh, yeah. All the time. Man, I was like, what the fuck is this? I could not get to sleep, dude. Gallbladder problems right here. So I have dealt with it for years now. Have you? Oh, yeah. yeah. Tums, dude. Like, the first Tums. time you feel it, just chew like six Tums and you'll be sad. <laughs> Did you just say six? <laughs> the dose is just four. So, I mean, it's not that much more.
I guess. Pretty sure it's two. Whatever. You crazy kid. I like the thing that sucks about having gallbladder problems is there's three foods that activate the gallbladder specifically. Oh yeah. It's broccoli, peanuts, and chocolate. I can't eat either of them. I will be on the floor. Like, oh my god, on the floor. Yeah. Oh yeah. With oh, yeah. like the heartburn, where it feels like your throat's burning or whatever. It's so bad, I feel it into my lower back, like my entire <laughs> top of the chest, the That's entire back, level. and down. That's a dude. new level. Yeah. Okay, so you know, like the Hershey's bars, like the like the traditional Hershey's bars in the brown, you know, brown. They got the little rectangles you break right. off and eat. Yeah. I t- I ate one of those before we realized what was going on. I ate one of those rectangles and was literally on the floor. Like, in a ball. So you mean no chocolate? No chocolate. Period. Period. Like, I can... Oh, dude. Have you ever been to a lolly and pops? Have you seen the... Have you been to one of those? I don't even know what that is. Okay, there's these these nicer um, candy stores that are starting to show up in malls. They're really nice. If you can see one, go to one. Okay. But they have like these rooms. They have like the gummy room where all the gummy candies are. And they have the chocolate room where all the chocolate rooms are. And they have like the fruity candies that aren't gummy but still fruity in another room. And you just okay. and you have the bag and you just fill up the bag and they weigh it out. and You weigh it and it's awesome. I start you getting heartburn by smelling the chocolate in the chocolate room. It's really? that bad. Really? Your brain just... And activated, like, get prepared. We're going to about to eat some shit we don't want to. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. It's bad. Hopefully, I can get it ripped out soon. Last time, I tried to get it ripped out a couple years ago, and they told me, yeah, it's, it's messed up, but it's not messed up bad enough. So, we're just going to wait and see if it gets better. Like, son of a bitch, just rip the damn thing out. <laughs> Do you need it? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's like, oh, yeah, that shit's uh, important, yo. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, do I need it? I thought you meant the surgery. No, you don't really need the gallbladder. Oh, really? No. Like, and I was... Do something. Uh, it holds a bile, but when you uh, get it removed, your body actually uses the ducts, and it creates its own secondary gallbladder. So... Does it really? Yeah. Okay, let's just all take a moment. <laughs> How awesome is that? So, yeah, but it's one of those things where I knew it was coming. But both my parents have had their gallbladders removed. And I have eight relatives within one blood, like, one area from me. Not like second cousins, but like cousins and aunts and uncles. Uncles and... Eight of them. Eight of them. Plus my two parents. So ten people who are very closely related to me have all had their gallbladders removed. It's just like, if you're in Ingalls, you're not keeping it. It's just all there is to it. Okay. What about, like, spicy food? Can you eat jalapenos and Tabasco sauce? Um, it, it will give me some heartburn, but it's not bad. You know what gives me heartburn recently? Huh. Iced tea. Huh. Maybe is it a, maybe it's the acid? I don't know. But huh. it's only iced tea that I get from restaurants. Like, if I go to Chick-fil-A and get, like, their sweet tea? Uh-huh. Heartburn. Really Weird. bad. If I make my own ice, if I make my own iced tea, not so bad. Not so bad, or not at all. Uh, I'd say not at all, actually. Okay. Yeah, I only get heartburn from 
home when I eat like spicy stuff. I mean, I don't eat. Or a- if I'm a re- ridiculous and eat a bowl of cereal like right before I go to sleep. You ever do that? Oh, uh, don't. Yeah, that's a bad idea. Yeah, but or, it's awesome. Or like it's pizza. such a good feeling. It's like pizza, you're just like, oh god, it's like sitting right here. You're trying to sleep, you're like burping, like. Burp, 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 <laughs> yeah, burp. you eat two pieces like in a drunken stupor right before you go lay down, and you're just like. And you have that debate with yourself because, especially if you've been drinking a bit, you can, you know, you're like, you know what? I could throw up right now. Just get it, get it over. <laughs> I can just get this over with. But then you're like, but I'm in bed already. Yeah. And then I got the effort. And it's kind of gross. <laughs> it is kind of gr- that pleasant. And I think I could just tough it out. And then you kind of do that burp thing and it burns. And you're like, mm. That's why we were having this conversation to begin with. <laughs> you know what I mean? You had that like, conversation for like two hours. <laughs> <laughs> and then either you pass out <laughs> or you actually go throw up. It's like when you wake up at two o'clock laying on your back and you got to pee. And when you roll over, you realize you don't got to pee that bad. And you're like, hmm, could I just go to sleep having to pee? Or should I get up and walk the ten feet to the nearest bathroom? <laughs> <laughs> I've never done that. I don't know what you're talking about, Chico. No, not me. Oh, and then there's always the classic, did I lock the door? <laughs> you're just like, shit. I'm pretty sure I locked the door. I'm <laughs> and you debate with yourself for like an hour before you actually get up and go to check the door. And then you're pissed and off. And it's locked. Yeah, of course it's locked. It's, of course it's locked. Of course. But the, But there is that one time where you actually did forget it and you find it. And then you can never... You, you always yeah, double check it for the rest of your life time. ever again. Right, yeah. mm-hmm. You want to know the uh, one of the most useful life pro tips I ever heard? What's that? I heard this when it involved using like going on vacation, but it turns out you can use it whenever you want. Okay, so when you leave your door, right? When you go on vacation, you're nervous that you forgot that you locked your door or you didn't turn the stove off, which isn't as big a deal as it used to be, but stoves used to be a big deal. Mm-hmm. But for almost everybody, did I lock the front door, right? You know, when right. you're getting on the airplane or when you're almost to Dallas from Houston or whatever. The best way to avoid that is you lock the door, put your finger on your nose, and do a 360. Or put your finger on your butt and like do a little wiggle dance. But it's something that's completely out of the normal, like something unique to that situation. And then when you look, you'll think back, oh, did I lock the door? Because what it is is your brain's locked the door so many times as they can't distinguish today, locking the door today on the vacation day or three days ago when you went to work. But if you do that little thumb on the nose, do a little circle dance, your brain goes, oh, yeah, you acted like a complete moron in front of the front door today. You know why you did that? It's because you locked the door. That's just a little pro tip. Like, you can use that for anything, you know, but. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, it's just using do that. something completely unique that's slightly, you know, unforgettable. Mm-hmm. Just be warned is you might remember locking that door for the next seven years. <laughs> I, can, I can think back on the time that I've used this trick. Yep. I remember that door's locked, dude. <laughs> when I went to make that apartment door, that memory is still in my head. So just so you know. I got a we have a small vacation coming up in the next month or so. Oh. Me and my wife, we are going to Gen Con. 
Nice. Which Y'all is kind of into this stuff. Yeah, it's Gen Con is a gaming convention. So board games, D and D. It was started by the founders of D and D. So plus we got friends are going and it's only like a four hour drive. So, you know, might as well. Bonus. Yeah, it's over in Indy. It might be six hours. It's still not that far. But Oh. Y'all are really close to an like a world class um amusement park. You should go. Oh yeah, uh, was it Cedar Point? The one was, in Ohio. It's in Ohio, but I don't remember the name of it. I don't, okay. Yeah, but I know which one you're. I know which it's one. It's got you're, the Beast and the Young uh-huh. Beast and stuff in it. Yeah, it's like one of the world's greatest amusement parks. God, I have not been to an amusement park in so. I mean, not counting like Disney, but I mean like a roller coaster park in so long. Yeah, like a thrill ride kind right, of thing. Right, like a Six Flags. Did you know? That for as cool as movie theaters got, so have amusement parks. All you right. can pay the little bit of extra money and get like bracelets that let you get to the front of the line and VIP bracelets that let you ride the ride twice. You don't have to get out of the ride. You can just do it back to back. And Nice. It's like, yeah, I'll pay the extra I'll money to that. be a little bit of an elite <laughs> asshole. That's cool. Yeah. This is why we make money. To spend this it on stupid shit like this. <laughs> You know, it turns a day in the park from 150 to 300. It's already too expensive. It's already too expensive. That's Let's right. just spend a little bit of money and not regret spending the money. Because nothing worse is than spending $150 and going to an amusement park and standing in six hours worth of lines and riding four rides. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Why don't we just spend $300 and go ride every ride in the goddamn park twice, if not four times, if we really enjoyed it? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. If we're going to go spend the money, let's do it. Let's, yeah, for realsies. And now yeah. that I'm 30, I have that kind of money. I can do that. Yeah, we, uh, I, there, there's been a lot more of that recently with us. We're just like, screw it. Just spend the extra money. It's worth yeah. it. Yeah, it's worth it. Hmm. Any good movies lately? Uh, no. We were going to go see Inside Out this weekend, but... With my sister-in-law being here last weekend and part of last week, I just was like, you know what? I don't want to do anything. Let's just... Mm-hmm. So we just stayed around the house, did yard work, did chores, watched TV. Yeah, yeah I know that feeling for sure. You know, because like, we just went and went and went and went while my sister-in-law was in. And I was just like, I'm tired, baby. I'm really tired. <laughs> I bet she was pretty reciprocal, recipic- whatever the word is. Yes. It, she it, probably... Responded is, well to that. She's like, "Yes, okay, thank you. Can we order food out? Like, yeah, you know, we got Thai food, and we have this really good Thai delivery place around here. I really, really oh yeah, they you're del- lucky. They deliver pretty quick. Uh, have you ever used Grubhub.com? No. Is it, this a new like gonna solve my world problems? Uh, well, if you like delivery, I yes. enjoy delivery. What it does is it, it tells you. Um, everywhere around you that delivers and it What's has up? their menu and you can pick, you can actually order from the Grubhub site and then they'll just deliver it. Is this like the Uber of delivery food? Uh, Kinda. It's nice. an aggregator. It just pulls them all together. More oh, like a StubHub. Or yes. A, yes. It's a, yeah. yeah, more like a StubHub for, oh, it's, it's, it's fantastic. So whenever, like if we want delivery, which we probably do about we probably do it about one meal a week. You know, that like Saturday evening when you're home 
and you just don't want to go back out. So that we'll just you know, yeah, I think we're at one or two a week. Yeah, that's it's probably about, right. about it's probably about one meal. But yeah, grow. How often pub. do you get carry out though? Like on the way home from work, do you get food? Oh, never, never. No, we either go out or we order in. Really? But we only. Do wife cook or do you cook? I uh, I cook, I cook. She does not often or no uh, no no. Um, I ninety nine meals of ours from Sunday to Thursday are cooked at home. Like Sunday night to Thursday night are cooked at home. Friday, Saturday, and Sunday lunch are iffy. Yeah. Uh, sure. But yeah, well, no, we uh, we cook almost exclusively at home during the week. It's just you know after working out and everything, you don't have a lot of time and. You know, you don't want to. Even though we do work at home, you don't want to pick something up and then work out for an hour or half an hour, then take a shower and it's cold. That's true. Unless yeah. it's just cheaper and healthier. That's true. Yeah, there was a debate though whether if you factor in the time that it requires you to go get the food and then train yourself to cook to have a high quality meal that you could buy. There is some ar- economic argument to having some other people doing it. Like there is an argument to outsourcing it. Like right. if you if you had a certain level of income value, like when you have a certain level of money, once you have a certain amount of taste when it comes to a high level quality of food, it does become almost more epi- economic to have someone else cook your food for you. Well, I mean, especially for us since we're two people, it, it actually can be pretty easily. But, you know, we we don't eat extravagantly during the week, even cooking for us. I mean, to, like tonight was taco night. Just <laughs> How weird is that? That's what tonight is for me. It's mo- Every Monday is taco night for us. Yeah? How do you do tacos? Uh, we, we'll, we, have, we grind our own chicken. So we, we do chicken tacos. Chicken tacos? Mm-hmm. Uh, chicken's a lot of, well, A, right now it's a whole lot cheaper than beef, and B, it's a lot healthier than beef. A little bit beef. better for you, yeah. So we get, you know, the 100% chicken breast, you know, real lean chicken. We grind it ourselves. We have our own grinder. And we will, so we'll get, you so know, eight or 10 pounds. Well, it's just cheaper. Cause eight we, or 10 pounds? Not, not at once. We'll, we'll, we'll buy so it I was at like, once. Wait, what? We'll buy it at once and grind it <laughs> and just put it in the like, freezer. Two peepers, like a pound at a time. Yeah. And so what we do is we, so like when we get, Get ready to go to work. We'll pull a pound of chicken, you know, ground chicken out, throw it on the counter to let it thaw. And then you just brown it up and we get like some taco seasonings. So we'll brown it up. We'll throw some water in there, can of black mm-hmm. beans, taco seasoning, maybe some like uh, Tony Cacheras and some garlic on top. Stir it up, let it cook for 10 minutes, you know, bring it to a boil, let it simmer and you're done. Throw it in a bowl with like some salsa and some cheese. Oh yeah, quick! I can do it in like fifteen minutes. Interesting. You want to know what we did? What's that? Ground beef, a pound of ground beef. Mm-hmm. Brown it. Taco seasoning, water. Let it simmer. So you got you could pretty much just eat it like tacos at this point. Right. A can of um, refried beans. Spread it on top of the meat in the pan. Right. Mm-hmm. So you got like you know meat and then a layer of beans. A small layer of um, sour cream, another layer of picante sauce, then cheese, 
let it sit on the stove at 130, 140 for, you know, 10, 15 minutes and let it kind of all melt and become gooey. Mexican casserole. What's up? Nice. Throw it on soft tacos or eat it with uh, corn chips. Nice. Or just straight out of a bowl. Awesome. Yeah, we do, we do like the burrito bowl thing so we can each kind of customize. Yeah, yeah. Because I, like I like to do with mine is uh, get some chips and crunch them up and then put okay. some cheese and salsa in there and then just stir it all up. Oh, it's super good. It's you ever really do that cool. with your um, peanut butter and jelly? I can't eat peanut butter. What is it called? I can't eat peanut butter. I you can't, can't eat peanut butter. I can't butter. eat peanut Oh, your gallbladder. Yeah. Right. We just <laughs> talked about this. Damn. Well, for anybody who can eat peanut butter, make a peanut butter and jelly and then just fill that motherfucker with like a layer of Ruffles chips. Oh, it's so good. It's Back so in the good. day. It's <laughs> so good. <laughs> well, there's a, we used to eat two of those as a snack between lunch and dinner. There's a Ben and Jerry's flavor that is that. It's <laughs> peanut butter and jelly with chips in it. Maybe it's a Ben and Jerry's. <laughs> they said they would make a weed flavored um, ice cream if it ever went fully legal. Would that actually be good? Or would that just no. be one of those novel things? It would be a novelty. <laughs> It's kind of like when uh, Jones very, Soda was making the Chris Thanksgiving Christmas dinner sodas. Those were miserably bad. Oh, they're those terrible. Those weren't even kind of good. But I, I got to give them credit. They got pretty good on some of those flavors. Like the, the honey ham. If you could close your eyes and kind of like just try to taste it for what it was supposed to taste like, you had to kind of sip it. Yeah. Oh, they were terrible. Still, they were terrible. It was a miserable experience. That was one of those things they used to do down here in, um, on uh, Thanksgiving Day, Rod Ryan, the uh, morning show. Uh-huh. Him and all of his interns and you know, co-hosts or whatever, they would all have to drink like a different flavor. They would randomly pull out, and they had to drink down the 18-pack like Thanksgiving you know, feast or whatever it was, or the 12-pack one. Well, that makes my stomach hurt just listening to that. They almost threw up all the time. Like it was like, yeah, near getting with the one who got gravy and shit, or the who got a. Uh, what is that pink stuff that you have to eat, that no one eats? Oh, Some type of, like it's not beets, but it's something else. Cranberry, cranberries, cranberry like, sauce. Yeah, yeah. One of them got the cranberry sauce. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Someone described something tasting like Pepto Bismol. He's like, I don't know what it's supposed to be, but it sure does taste a lot like Pepto Bismol, and it's almost impossible to drink. Now, that one he, person who gets lucky and gets the blackberry cobbler, and it's pretty good, actually. Now, if you ever just want to be me, no, just just for all those out there, if you want to <laughs> prank, and this is an old one, but you know they um, jelly bellies, right? Yeah. Oh, the Harry Potter ones. The, oh, it, the s- it doesn't matter. Snot and vomit. Oh. And you mix those with uh, cinnamon and like green apple ones so people don't know what they're getting. Oh, it's mean, but it's funny. Oh, if you want to be truly evil, you want to know the one that's not that bad, but it's actually really evil. <laughs> Which is, one? You put, is you put Reese's Pieces, um, Skittles, and uh, M&M's all in the same bowl. <laughs> How messed up is that? How evil is that? That's just like as evil as it comes. Or here's another good one. is um, <laughs> Say someone wants some Coke or like some other soda. Um, yeah, in Texas, you got to be really specific. Freeze Mentos in an ice cube. 
Oh, they're called time bombs. Yeah. yeah. So eventually, yeah. <laughs> the whole coke just explodes like five minutes later. Or have you seen the people who uh, will take Oreos and scrape out the frosting and replace it with toothpaste? How evil can you be? That, that that's a that, that's a whole other layer of hell. <laughs> you know, that's like the ninth ring of hell. Yeah, that's like that's like yeah, dorm level. Like that's like men between men kind of pranks, <laughs> where you're getting people you don't actually even kind of like. Yeah, you want to know the one that is pretty innocent, but I thought was horrible. Hmm. You know those things that you throw down on Fourth of July and let you give oh, to like preschoolers. Poppers, yeah. Yeah, the little poppers. You just take some uh, scotch tape and tape those to the bottom of the um, uh, the bathroom. Uh, what is that called? The toilet seat. You know how you have the rim and then you uh. have the seat that the girls tell you to lift up? <laughs> just tape like four or five of those onto that so when they sit down, it's like... <laughs> but then I've heard about the really bad ones where they take... Um, what is that? Saran wrap? That plastic wrap? Uh-huh. And you wrap it over the bowl, so in the middle of the night it looks clear, but when you sit down and take a dump, it just like sprays it all up on you and stuff because it's just like right there at the you know the toilet, yeah, but that's you know see, I would never go that in. far nah. like that's I've done some pretty mean things to people in my day, mostly they deserved it, but <laughs> <laughs> but still, I would never go that far, yeah, where they took um. The uh, college, or not college, what is it, high school senior prank, where they do the senior pranks. Uh-huh. Did you hear about the one in Magnolia, Which where they one? took three pigs, and they covered them in grease, like Vaseline, you know, like little piglets, uh-huh. so they were almost impossible to catch. So they've got three pigs, and they numbered them one, two, and four, <laughs> and covered them in Vaseline. <laughs> So they were almost impossible to catch to begin with. And then they spent the rest of the day looking for the third pig that didn't even exist. See, that, that's ingenious right there. I mean, that's, that's, <laughs> that's pretty if good. If they're going to be evil, at least be smart about it. <laughs> <laughs> at least have some fun, right? Exactly. Yeah, my uncle, to this day no one knows who did it, but it was actually my uncle for his senior prank. He took five gallons of Dawn dishwashing soap and he poured it into the cooling tower of the high school. Which the air condition in the high school used like this twenty foot wooden tower that the uh, water like waterfall down. School. He said when people everybody went outside to go you know, like when school ended at three o'clock, you couldn't see a single car. The entire parking lot was covered. Man, that gets you thrown in jail for terrorism now. Nowadays, yeah. <laughs> you know what I was just thinking about that today? I was watching Mary Poppins. Uh-huh. Okay, so how old are the kids in Mary Poppins? You know, the kids that are being nannied well, by like Mary Poppins. Nine, ten, twelve. Okay, something. let's just say they're nine and ten, which is pretty generous. They could be easily eight well, and nine. There's a bit of right? a range in there. But anyway. So, anyway, when they jump into the mirror or the painting, and he was like, hey, I thought you said there was a uh, carnival. And then the, you know, the grown ups like, so I did. It's down the hill and over, you know, down the road and over the hill. And the kids go running that way to the carnival, and the parents walk the other way to, like, towards a picnic. And it's like, you know, I, there's, there's tons of stories online of nowadays of 11-year-olds in their own backyards while their parents are at work. You know, like, you get home from school at 3.30, and your parents don't get home till 4. Of the parents going to jail. The kids oh, getting yeah. taken to foster kids. and It's like, 
man, how far have we come where Disney has a 9 and a 10-year-old running off to a carnival by themselves to where nowadays you're going to jail? And they said the kid you know, didn't have access to water or shelter. It's like, well, there's a water hose. I mean, that's not water. <laughs> that's, that is pretty water. I drank that oh, yeah. my life. And then we there was did. a shed that wasn't locked. It's like how bad a shell how much shelter yeah, does it wasn't he, need? he only outside for like sixteen minutes or something yeah. like that? It was something yeah. uncommon. And the neighbor calls and says, Hey, there's a you know. Oh yeah. And he's in foster, you know, and then when he's in foster care, he's been in foster care for like six months and they've moved him three times because of issues. It's like you've ruined that child. You've yeah, broken. That kid has experienced things that he can never get rid of at a time in his life when he didn't even have a full brain. <laughs> oh yeah. He, yeah. It's terrible. Like the because overprotective the, nanny state is just incredible. It's scary due to the fact that I have a nine year old and a two year old. And I have a two year old that almost perpetually has a black eye or a bruise or a scabbed knee. Today he comes running outside, right? And I I live in a house that has like a porch. And then it has like a, I don't know, about a th- Two and a half foot drop like to the grass. Three, three, four steps. Right. But there's also three or four steps. But he comes out and he sees me and he's like, ah! And he just runs off the edge. <laughs> like he doesn't even look. He just, shoot. And he does that whole like cartoon thing where he kind of floats and then he just goes level with him. <laughs> and then he just bounces and, you know, comes up screaming. And I'm like, well, what the fuck? You know, like, what did you want me to do? I was 10 foot away. I'm sorry, you know? You know, and I guess if the fucking right person heard this and heard the fact that I didn't have railings around that three-foot porch, I could go to jail for child endangerment. Probably. Newsflash, he's fallen down the stairs. <laughs> like, I don't know what to tell you. The kid's just kind of an idiot when it comes to, like, bodily harm. Hey, it's man. not my fault. I don't need to go to jail because, you know... Lord knows how accident-prone I was. <laughs> I was so accident-prone. That the eyeglass place re- <laughs> rescinded my lifetime warranty. They revoked the lifetime warranty on my glasses because I was breaking it so much. My file was literally like nine inches thick. They were like, no, no, no. You're going to have to pay for this. You're abusing the system. <laughs> There's always that one outlier. And that was me. They had like, yeah, the you know, someone was looking over the graph or like the expenses and like they're all down here and there's just one dot up here. And like, who's that? Like, that's Jacob. Uh, that kid. He's <laughs> ruining the whole him. system. They knew you by name. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I was breaking my glasses like every three months. Damn. I was blind. I was legally blind when I was six. <laughs> Yeah, poor Jacob. You ran into the doors more than once. More than I still. He was like, "Hey, I saw the door. I just didn't realize it was that close. Like I saw it in my defense. It was there. I just. It's hard to tell. It's hard to explain what Jacob sees. Here's the best way to to put it, and this decent story is: I was we were at some friend's house. Like they had just moved in, like brand new house. Like right, and. And I, and I was in my 20s. It's not like I was like nine doing this. I was in my 20s, right? And they gave me a, a can of Pepsi. And it was sitting sort of on the – I was sitting on the floor and it was sort of on the cock table above me. And I right. went and I thought my fingers were going to close around it. Right. But I didn't. I pinched the very edge of it, like 
sort of just like just catches the edge of it and i did it i guess a little harder than i should have but i was just playing and grabbing it and that thing shot like four (laughs) feet all (laughs) over this carpet i'm like oh no but that's that's how it is where things are just a little bit farther away than i actually think they are most days yeah and so yeah the joys of jacob's friendship (laughs) poor carpet poor carpet Poor body. Poor jeans. All of our old jeans that they were all like, have you ever looked at the knees of our old jeans that were just solid blood? Oh, <laughs> from, from me all and the you? skating? Yeah. Oh, yeah. If not, just ripped. Yeah, oh, yeah. I would buy a pair of jeans and rip them that weekend. Yeah, just one, you know, two or three good wrecks. And do, do, you, do you remember whole... the, the joy of like taking a shower and going to sleep and having the comforter stick to your scab? And you're having to like rip it off, and when you wake up, I don't know, man. Between me and you, the greatest feeling in the world is picking that like one week old scab where it comes off in one whole piece, and it's just that glorious, painful, bloody sensation where you're like, ah, oh, I'm a man. <laughs> you know, when you were like 15 years old, you're like, ah, these are battle wounds. I hope it scars up horribly. <laughs> I remember wanting scars. Oh yeah, scars are sexy. Yeah. Other men, I guess. Hey, chicks take scars. Do they? Oh yeah. Bonus. And depending on uh, depending on where the scars are, you can <laughs> just really screw with them. Have I told you a story about the scar on my arm here? Well, show everybody your back. Where the aliens put the in- the <laughs> implants? Okay. Well, anyway, I have this pretty long, probably about four inch scar across my forearm, about halfway down, uh-huh. and I got it. Uh, working on a barbed wire fence. It was actually not a big deal. It just ended up scarring really bad. This is about. It was, the, it was most likely the um, the galvanized. Just, yeah, it was just caught it right. Mm-hmm. You know, just one thing. Yeah. But this was like two months before I went to school for the first time, and so it's a pretty fresh looking, kind of nasty looking scar. Yeah, when they're kind of purplish still. No, it was pretty much skin tone at the time, but it was still pretty distinct. It's right. kind of faded now, but and so I was talking to this girl, kind of the first girl that I kind of you know was flirting with at school, and she saw this this scar on my arm. She's like, "What happened?" And I thought about telling her, but I was like, "Wait, we can have some fun with this." <laughs> And I'm a terrible person for doing this, but I did it anyway. You're just a terrible person. I am just a terrible person. Okay. And I was like, well, you know, I was about 14, 15. And <laughs> it was a really dark time in my life. and You're such an evil person. And I, I went on for like five minutes, and her eyes are the size of saucers. and Slightly tearing and up. Slightly. And I'm like, no, yeah, no, no. It's a wire fence. And she's like, hits me, and which I deserve, but... <laughs> <laughs> that's funny don't ever do that no 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 if you do do it though commit commit yes yeah don't don't tell her at the end because you could probably get some sympathy tale yeah at least you know at least a you know make out session yeah she at least wants to cheer herself up <laughs> it was it was really bad though, gentlemen is is not too long after that I scratch myself on another fence like right up against my wrist on the same arm, so it really looked like I had tried to cut myself and just had no idea what I was doing. <laughs> I felt like two inches in the wrong direction, <laughs> going the wrong way. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so okay. did you um, 
Oh, no, we talked about it. I wanted to go see that movie, too. What were we going to see? The Inside Out? Yeah, we're going to go that on Pixar Friday. Movie. I wanted to go see it. <sighs> I'm hoping the... Uh, the I'm what? really looking forward to that. The new Terminator? I'm interested to see it. Man, it looked good. Did you see that the uh, the YouTube teaser where they had um, Arnold Schwarzenegger dressed up in uh, makeup and he was acting like a wax, a wax statue? Uh-huh. And people were coming up and like getting pictures. And then in the middle of the pictures, he's all like jumping out and moving on them. <laughs> it's hilarious. You can see like true fear when you're like reminded that we're still animals. Like there's a part of us that's still a monkey. And their eyes go like just pure white and, you know, the, the pupil all dilates. And they're like, ah, you know, it's, yeah, it's hilarious. <laughs> Uh, fun fact, if you download the app Waze, W-A-Z-E, it's a map app, yeah. you can have Arnold give you directions on your turn-by-turn. Turn. What do you, you mean, like his voice? Like, yeah. John left here, I can't even do a good Arnold. I, I can't I can, either. but not on the spot. Like, you can't tell me to do a good Arnold. Now that we're talking about it, I can't remember what he fucking sounds like. Get to the chopper. I can't Get do it. to the chopper. <laughs> <laughs> We're idiots. Oh, yeah. Um, did you see Netflix testing ads? Yeah, we talked about that. We talked about that. I was just, I'm still upset. <laughs> I do you remember think... the first time you saw ads on YouTube? No. I was like, what is this? See, I'm losing I... the internet. I, I didn't watch a lot of YouTube until the last couple of years. I thought it was like I I really was sort of I wasn't anti YouTube. I just hadn't found anything that was interesting. It wasn't until they started getting a bit longer content yeah. that I actually started to you know use it and find it funny. And it's weird though to come from a point where the internet didn't have ads. Where well, the internet's like, always had ads. Of, yeah, but not so pervasive like they are. That's what ad block is for, man. You don't see him anymore. That's true. That's true. Ad block is amazing. Ad block is amazing. Especially if you have like the newest updated version of it. Nothing gets through. Nothing. No, it's fantastic. Like, nothing gets through. It's and like, how can this be legal? Well, they, it's it's just a, it reads the HTML and all the code on the website and it knows what an ad is and goes, no. It's fantastic. I love it. It's fantastic. If you don't have it, get Granted, it. we're like hurting the sites we love by not doing it, but hey. I am one of those guys who turns off my ad block for certain sites. I do too. I do yeah. too. It's like, no, nah, you're good enough to support. But, but it turns out most of those sites don't do a lot of advertising, you know? It's, but it's jarring when you get on a browser that doesn't have it, especially when you've been on it for the first time. You go to like one of your favorite sites and it looks completely different because there's ads and things are spaced differently. And like, what the hell? Did someone, yeah. did they get hacked? What's wrong? <laughs> <laughs> it takes your brain a second to kind of register. You forget just how really... many Russian women want to marry you. I mean, there's these important things you just forget about the world. Or how small your dick is. Or how small, yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, just, I needed that. I did, or yeah. I guess nine inches is average. I need to work on this. <laughs> it's like nine to twelve. Twelve inches. Who most, are you dating? Those girls don't want twelve inches. <laughs> no, I. You know, in reality, I think that if you had seven inches, most girls would never complain ever. Ever. 
ever, if, right? If you Seven? were decent. You oh, could right. Still if suck, you could use but, it. Yeah, yeah. If, you, if you could use it. But I do think there's a point where you have like nine inches in thickness. You can just kind of lay there. <laughs> I mean, they can, you know, take care of most of the problems they have <laughs> with nine and a half thick inches. Though, you might find yourself not satisfied most of the time. It will be difficult to find room for all nine inches. <laughs> so just be satisfied with your six-inch dick. Yeah, it is what it is. Is it the average male is three and a half? No way. Yeah. No. Uh, maybe it's a bit more than that, but it's... Yeah, uh... it has to be. I've No. Because I've been in locker rooms, right? Most of them are at least five, right? At least all the people I know are rocking like six and seven. Like, you know what I mean? Like most of the friends I have are five point well one average. Five point one. Okay. Well, it makes me feel better about myself. <laughs> not terribly, you know. I'm not like King Kong or anything. And drink for the weird diversion. Yeah, in the future, because VR, <laughs> virtual reality. Because that's. That should be another one of the things in the drinking game. Really weird diversion. Because <laughs> there's almost yeah, like, one where it's like, we're going down this one path, then we just take this little detour real quick. That's just really weird and probably makes people feel awkward when we come back. Yeah, that's the entertainment, though. You never know what you're going to get. What's really bad is I've, I've gone back and listened. Because, I, I, you know, like tomorrow I'll listen to this podcast. Uh-huh. How many times have we gone down like this great conversation and then you mention something or I mention something and you're like, ooh, and then we start talking about that, that like we're going to go back to the original conversation? I never, ever do. <laughs> never. And there's got to be so many people who are like, what? What, what were you going to say, though? It's just... <laughs> so you should write us at 42podcast at gmail.com and let us know the conversations that you want or visit us at f. 2en.com, F the numeral 2en.com. You can find us there along with the other podcasts like the Super Nerd Sixer and everything else. Which you might notice showed up in your feed. It did. That, um, you, if you are subscribed to this podcast through iTunes, you are now on the master feed for the 42 Entertainment Network. Right. So, I'll let you know about. So, you will get all the podcasts. Which won't be that many more than you're already getting, but hey, think of it as free stuff. That's and already if free. You listen, you know, yeah, it's all free. But um, the Super Nerd Sixer is awesome because it's like you know, twenty-five to thirty minutes at the most. The longest songs. one I think has been twenty-three. Actually, it's pretty. It's it's as basic I was giving as you some bones. space to put in some longer songs, maybe. But right, yeah, it's closer to twenty minutes, really. But it's um. Jacob just comes on for the first few minutes, tells you what you're going to listen to and who it's by, and then you're off to the races, and you just get six songs of awesome, orgasmic ear magic. Is that how you would describe it? Or would you describe it as, like, ear magic, orgasmically good? I don't know what it is. It's good but stuff. It's fun. It's nerdcore and nerd rock. awesome song this week. Uh, which one? Oh, in the game of boobs and lies. Oh, everybody dies. It's that's by the uh, <laughs> PDX broadsides. <laughs> oh, that's, that was one of my boobs favorites. and lies. Everybody dies. And that's how he ends the song. 
It is totally worth worth listening to all twenty minutes just to get to that part. It is. It is. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It was a good. I've I've been enjoying it. It lets me express my creativity with the musics because I can't actually create music because I have no musical talent whatsoever. But I can. Yeah. It's it's all. Good I can put songs together. I feel like they flow pretty well. Surprisingly well. You put six songs together, and it was not difficult to hear the end of one song in the beginning to the other. But it was there was hardly any discernible like change in the flow, but the beginning is nowhere near the end, so I don't know really how you did it, but we make genres. There's hip hop. Yeah. There's acoustic. There's electro. There's rock. There's metal. Really and it flows well. Yeah, that's that's what I like to do. Just give you six good songs. Just boom, 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 and just, yeah, they're oh. enjoyable. Yeah, so give it yeah. a listen. You know, if y'all are a fan of Mega Man, the second episode, I believe, had the Megas, which they turned Mega Man 2 into a rock opera, and it is fantastic. Really? Yes. Uh, let me find the uh, the name of the... Uh, kind of in the style of, a, like, um, like, Meatloaf? Kind of that rock opera style? It's a bit more... Um, it's a bit heavier. It's called okay. Get Equipped, but it is... Yeah, it's... It's really good. Really, really good. Yeah, and it was uh, episode three. So if you actually, you cannot get through the feed. You have to go to the website for the back episodes because I didn't want to flood everyone's feed with four new episodes of this stuff. Maybe I should. but Maybe. I thought that would be a dick move. Could be. Yeah, just let them go back to the website if they're really yeah, interested. Yeah, so that's, remember, F, the numeral two, E-N.com. Just click on the link to the Super Nerd Sixer. Click on the RSS. You can subscribe that way through iTunes. For whatever reason, iTunes will not will not approve that podcast. I don't know if it's because of music and that causes licensing issues, even though all the music is used with permission from the artists. So it is completely legal. I'm not doing anything illegal by this podcast, by the Super Nerd Sixer. But for whatever reason, I've tried three different times and three different websites to get that podcast on the iTunes network, and I cannot do it. That's most likely what it is. Is there not, you know, they have no way of guaranteeing that information or those aren't trademarked and being played illegally. And they want to just probably cover themselves. CYA. Yeah, probably, but still. Anyway, so you can do it. You can do it on your own. You can just use the. Uh, we have a feed burner RSS, which is pretty easy to add to most podcast uh, websites and apps or and applications. Apps. Yeah. So yeah, check us out. Still working on Visual Meta. Been actually had to have Mel talk about that recently with our other co-host. Uh, but yeah, we're growing slowly but surely. Getting some more listeners. Had almost twenty last time. So you know, yeah, yeah, the new people. Whoever, and if y'all haven't listened to it, the last week's podcast was kind of awesome. It was really good. And whoever yeah. is in Austria listening to us, you're the man. What's up? Or the you're chick. The, yeah, whoever you or are. Or the girl. You're the best. You are. Yeah, because you're way far away and apparently just a beautiful country. I've never been to Austria, but apparently it's just gorgeous. I don't know. It is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Isn't it like part of the Baltics or whatever? Uh, I think so. That part that created World War II? Yeah. That, think, like, that like no, gorgeous, that perfect right. part of... Europe and Germany. Yeah, area. isn't that where Sound of Music is? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. No, not the Sound of Music, but um, uh, Madonna did a, a music video portraying it. 
Yeah, no, it's uh, most of the Don't movie Don't cry was, for me, Argentina or something. Most of the movie was filmed in Austria. Oh, really? I thought it was Switzerland. Nope, it's Austria. Okay, okay, sure. So, yeah, it's gorgeous. So gorgeous. You have a cool life. I don't yeah, know how taxes are there. Yeah, send us pictures. Taxes? You're such an old man. What are you even bringing that up for? Taxes, taxes. I'm curious about how the weed is, and you're worried about the taxes. Hey, and I have you kids. You sure you don't want my kids? You don't want to just trade our lives? No, no. You old man, you crazy fuck. <laughs> You've been trying to grow up since I've known you. Well, now that I'm here, I'm ready to stop. <laughs> <laughs> you're finally like, okay, this is it. Whoa. I always tell people I wanted to get to 25 and stop. Yeah, that's true. That's not. Who knows me? You were a pretty good, like, 20-year-old, though. Yeah. Like, in college, you were a pretty cool kid. Weren't you a DJ and oh, yeah. like, the president of some, some other stuff? And yeah, and I ran concerts. Ran, like, a secret society out of yeah. a third floor of a dorm that, <laughs> you know, was responsible for 90% of the shit that happened at that college. 90 come on just 75 i was thinking more like 99 but i was trying to be generous well the thing is like we had like we had competition like did you yeah oh yeah oh yeah would you really describe it as competition but some of them were pretty good (laughs) the thing is is i went to an engineering school where the on-campus ratio of guys to girls was three to one if you took out the married women it jumped to like eight to one. So we oh, had a yeah. lot of free time. <laughs> you know, when, they when built a trebuchet and had a guy in an airplane marking out like the, they gridded out the property on like a with a trebuchet and they were shooting water balloons at the security guard from like a mile away. Yeah, that's the kind of shit this school did. The, the prom- and that wasn't even that big a deal. They didn't really even get in that trouble. It was kind of like, huh. That's kind of cool. Uh, Grant, I wasn't I wasn't there for this one. But this is the this is sort of one of the the cream de la cremes of, of the <laughs> pranks that my floor pulled. Is there used to be a helicopter repair program at the school. And so what they did is they raided the lab with all these helicopter parts during chapel. So everyone is in this one building. <laughs> They and there's an open field right by the chapel. They throw all the parts in there, light the field on fire, and no, detonate. De- yes, and detonated two dry ice bombs by the chapel in the trash can. So you just boom, goosh, goosh. and then they called the local news <laughs> with an anonymous report of a helicopter crash. <laughs> they got in trouble for that one. <laughs> No, they didn't. I'm surprised. <laughs> what was the worst one you ever pulled off specifically? Uh, okay. I just want to preface this. Allegedly. It's something off? that he did allegedly. Something that he would do on Friday nights for the fun of it is dress up in all black and hang out on the corner until security tried to come up and ask him what they were doing and they would sprint off. Yeah. Causing security to, to chase them halfway across campus. Yeah. Um, now, Grant, this was retaliation because okay. every well, year our dorm put up this Christmas tree on like that was as tall as a dorm, which our dorm was four stories. So it was a 40, 50 foot tree. Wow. And it, this, it was a long process. It took us all night to find the tree, cut it, 
hoist it up, you know, that top, you know, and decorate it. Right. We call yeah, it the Kia tree because a... it was supposed to be trash. So we put there like books and underwear and terrible lights and stuff. And the general oh. rule was you don't touch it for a week. You give us the week and then you can do whatever you want to. That was the rule for you, the sort of the unspoken rule to the other floors. Well, this one floor waited like 26 hours and ripped it down. And we found the guy who did it. So one night, and this was actually one of the all-nighters I pulled right before I slept for 24 and a half hours. Um, so we can just tie this all the way back to the beginning of the podcast. Right. Um, he had a Subaru Force, a white Subaru Forester, and he tried to hide it on campus. And so we find it. And there's four of us. There we have two bottle jack, two bottle jacks, two lug wrenches, and we are like a NASCAR pit crew. We yeah, have that thing serious. on blocks in under five minutes. Just and then because we're jerks and he deserved it, we uh, get locked tight, put it on there, screw those fuckers down as hard as we could. Like oh the lug nut the the lug nuts back on the lugs. Just screw yeah. them back down as hard as we could. And then with this, Loctite on them? With Loctite on them. And then um, we took his tires and threw them in the pond. <laughs> and this was middle of December. This was like the week before oh. finals. So it was no 20 shit. degrees outside. Oh, he was pissed. But we didn't care. He deserved it. Yeah, fuck him. Fuck him. He messed with the best, you get the rest. <laughs> That's right. So that was okay. that was one of the things we did. Um I I don't know if I could still do it, but in my time I learned how to hotwire golf carts. So that was fun. Yeah, I could probably wait. I bet between me and you, I used to work at a golf cart or a golf course. I bet between me and you we could figure it out. Give us ten minutes and some a pair well, of wire cutters. Well the thing is is what what we did is we actually put an on off switch on them. Like on on the uh, hot wire, so we would just we would hot wire it, and when we get done with it, we just turn it off and put it back in and close it. So all we had to like do like it was, was normal, like it was normal. Yeah, yeah, we did that. Um, let's see, we had a bell tower on campus that we at. Oh, this is my favorite. This is an act. This this was an accident, but we but no. we used. No, y'all did this for a lot, and then it finally went wrong. It, well, yes, it went bad, sort of. Uh, so we are <laughs> not for y'all. It was kind of epic. <laughs> <laughs> so this is bell tower on campus, and what we like to do is we had this three-person like water tall bell tower. Yeah, probably about a hundred foot, and it had a clock on it. Yeah, it had bells. Yeah, bell it was tower. a yeah, it was a clock tower, not yeah, just a clock a bell, tower. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. so we would get we would steal fruit from. The cafeteria. <laughs> Grapefruits, oranges, apples. Oranges, apples mostly. Grapefruits are kind of big. And so we would we would get, you know. Oranges and, were their favorite. Orange, yeah. And so we would get them and freeze them and then we would shoot them at the bells. <laughs> you know, we would also shoot golf balls at the bells. How would you shoot them? With a three-person water balloon mantra. I already said that. <laughs> yes. The golf balls were always scary because you, you never knew if they were coming back at you. <laughs> or if they were going to miss the tower and kill somebody a block away. <laughs> what? Yeah. But no, we didn't worry about that. <laughs> How far away were you shooting these? No, uh, they weren't. 
not counting the vertical distance, just like straight nah. line to the, I don't know, 50, 75 feet. <laughs> but they also got to travel pretty high up, you know, another, another That's 50. What I'm like if you miss the bell tower, how far are these going, Jacob? Oh, not that far. Because the angle is pretty <laughs> steep. says it so casually. Oh, you know, just enough to knock out the professor on the other side of the <laughs> Well, it's not like we're like, <laughs> we weren't going at it as hard as we could. It's not like we were like just stretching that thing to the limit. But, so what allegedly happened at the end, Jacob? Well, there, there's, so the the time before <laughs> this, there's actually a couple prefaces to this story. One is we got, because we used to do it like 20 to 30 pieces of fruit. You know, like a, like a whole bucket of fruit? Like well, but then, but then we got these freshmen. It who... wasn't like a shot at a time kind of thing? Yeah. I imagine that you were going all rogue out there, like running out there, setting it up, launching like two pieces of fruit and running for it? No, we just stood in the bushes and just <laughs> shot them from the trees. <laughs> and so we used to go with like one backpack, like half full, right? Like 20, 20 pieces. It would take us 10 minutes and we would go home. But... We we got these freshmen who really enjoyed it, and that twenty or thirty pieces jumped up to like a hundred pieces. Seriously, there would be so much splattered fruit on the ground; it would be thick, like a carpet of splattered fruit. So we're and we had just gotten a new water balloon launcher, which I think is one of the problems. But so we set up. And I remember this as vividly as I can. I was on the left side. I can, I won't like, say their names, but they were, you know, I know exactly where they were. <laughs> <laughs> and it flew. And it's like, oh, that's going to be a good one. It's going to hit the hands. It hit the hands many times. <laughs> it's not a big deal. Boom, right through the, right through the hour hand. And we're like, oh, shit. Because we thought they were metal. They weren't. They were plastic. <laughs> so we run up there. And I throw it in my backpack. And security starts coming. Oh, wait. No, no, no. You didn't describe that well enough. You went through the hour hand, and it fell. Oh, yes. It fell. Yeah, we like, broke it off. <laughs> so I get it. And we start walking, and security starts coming, and the other guys bolt. And I'm like, you know what? Screw it. I'm going to play this cool. So I just keep walking, because I knew some most security guys. Like, hey, guys, how's it going? They're like, hey, how's it going? Just kept on cruising. They looked for that hand room to room for two months on the campus. No shit. No shit. They were like trying to expel people. Did you have it? <laughs> yeah, I had it. You still have it? No, I don't think so. I think it uh got passed down to later generations. Oh, okay. That works. That's nice. But yeah, that uh God, I hope that doesn't come back to haunt me by putting that on the internet. <laughs> that was all allegedly a story of <laughs> someone else that you knew. That's true. I heard yeah. about this story. Yes, it was yeah, very alleged. You at all? I don't know. <laughs> Besides, they can't expel you now. That's true. Well, they can't resend my degree. They might try though. But it's a I different president. Doubt it. I doubt it. <laughs> but yeah, that was that was some of the fun things we would do on campus. Besides, you didn't shoot it. Somebody else let go. That's right. That's right. I was just an accessory, allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> Did y'all do the slip and slide in the hallway? Oh yeah. Yeah, we did that. Mm -hmm. uh, we did berm sliding, which was all that fun because, like, you know, university had these big berms. Yeah, these giant hills. Like six, like I don't know, probably about thirty feet. So you get like 
If you can smuggle out like a tray. Well, they're probably like 30 feet down, but it was probably 60, 70 foot long. Some of them were yeah. a lot longer than that. And you yeah. just get like, you wait till it got really, really rainy. Like and, while it's still raining. Yeah, while it's still raining, you just go slide down the berms. Hopefully yeah. you got like a, uh, <laughs> a, uh, cafeteria, you know, tray? cafeteria tray. I yeah, remember, y'all fuck that grass up. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Good times. I remember one time we got this guy. He was either just an incoming freshman at the time or he was visiting. And he's like, hey, guys, I got a rental car. I'm like, oh, really? <laughs> Want to go drifting? He's like, sure. <laughs> so we could like take that thing whipping around campus, pulling the e-brake and slide. Did you really? <laughs> Man, I want to be a teenager again, Jacob. You know what's crazy, though, is my kids are, you know, well, they're not really that close. But as a parent, you're like, oh, I was an idiot almost at your age. Like, you're not that far away from being just a complete moron. I hope you don't die. You know, I got a nine-year-old. Like, he's about to turn nine. And I'm like, that's about when it starts. Yeah, like, maybe another year, right? Like, I got maybe a year and a half, maybe. And then it's just all downhill. Like, they just start becoming crazy little fucks. And then they can become rebellious and move out. Right? Isn't that about pretty, how that happens? Pretty much. Yeah. And pretty soon you're going to have to fight like, the girl problem. And it's like part of you is... So how do you think that's going to go for you? Like the first time you catch him in the room with the girl, you're going to be like... Because part of you has got to be like, hey, you know, he's got to be careful. But the other part of you is like, well, is she hot? She is cute. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm a dad. I'm a pretty bad pervert myself. Like I'm not, you know... If he's bringing home hotties, I'm going to have a hard time not being, like, just happy he's got, like, 19-year-old hotties in the house. You know what I mean? <laughs> You're like, wow, she's kind of cute. That's Love awesome. It. I remember being that age. Fist bump. Yeah. But, um, you know, I'm also a dad. So I'll give him the whole speech, the whole nine yards. Don't screw up. <laughs> yeah, don't get her pregnant. That's the major. That's the majority. That's the major one. Don't get her pregnant. Hopefully by then they'll have perfected the male birth control. You noticed that, right? Did you see the internet blew up like two or three days ago? Mm-hmm. Where they were offering some non-hormonal pill for men. You know that meme that's on the internet where it has Buzz and Woody? And that, that part where Buzz has got his arm around Woody and he's pointing? Right. And they do that whole like um, single moms. Single moms everywhere. You know, right. it'll be that uh-huh. kind of meme, you know, to whatever the, the line was. And this one's like, you know, this is what I foresee with the new uh, male hormone or the new male contraceptive. And then it goes to that meme and it's like STDs, STDs <laughs> everywhere. It's like, yeah, I could probably see that. Yeah, yeah. I saw something about how, like, ever since Tinder came out, like, STDs in the U.S. have just exploded. I believe it. I believe it. I Part of me, Almost everybody I know is fucked on Tinder. Like, yeah, like part of me. Like, almost everybody I know. And I've had terrible success with it. Granted, I'm married, and I'm, you know, like, it's got, a, I got a bunch of rules when it comes to using Tinder, but even people with, like, as many rules as I have usually can get some success on it. Like, it's incredible. Part of me, like, would be really interested to see what it would be like to really honestly date now. Because, like, I. I basically quit dating like 
right before the real big explosion of like online dating. Before internet was okay. Like yeah, you were it part was of the just, transition. I from... was really in that transitionary phase of meeting people online, even though that, I mean I did meet my wife online. So like cool. eHarmony and stuff was and like plenty of fish was kind of a thing. Yeah. And but now, man, it's just like I don't know. It seems. Hey, you're pretty. You want to fuck? Yes. That's, like, that that's what it like, seems like. At least yeah, to me, like, from the outside, I right? I don't know if that's how it is, but it's like, it's like you have sex first, then you get to know the person. And it's like it used to be the other way around a little bit. A little bit, yeah. A little bit. I'll you tell you. Second, third I'll tell you date from, kind of deal. So the girls I know that use Tinder, it's exactly that. It's exactly what they want it to be in any form. Like, if they just want to get on and get laid in the next 15 minutes, that's what Tinder is. If they want to get on and, like, have a full-blown plenty of fish, meet the right guy, run him through a you know, criterium of some sort, that works, too, also for them. You know why? Because they're girls. And they have unlimited choices when it comes to Tinder. Have you just, like, have you downloaded the app and, like, even tried? I haven't. Download the app and see if you can even get a match. <laughs> Period. And if it's a match, make sure it's not a bot. Like, you could maybe, like, probably spend two weeks on there and only get matched with people who are trying to hook you up with, like, webcam chicks. It's like, I think I'm talking to a robot. You know what I mean? Like It was probably one of those things for, like, the first six to nine months, Tinder was, was probably awesome. Awesome. And then yeah. now it's just terrible because people yeah. are, like, trying to exploit it. Yeah, trying to break the system like humans do. <laughs> God, well, they got to make the monies, man. It's all about the money. Yeah, it's all about the money. How many monies? Yeah, the money's Kyle's money. Kyle's money. I'm sorry, I don't have any Jew candy. <laughs> oh, Jake, sorry. Don't I'm trying. Die. I'm trying my best. I'm trying my best not to die. You're almost always dying on us, Jacob. I know. I know. It's terrible. <gasps> He's like, this is kind of my fate. <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler alert! On long enough, no one makes line. it out alive. <laughs> so I've been reading the Harry Potters. Oh yeah, they're really good. Where are you? I just started the Goblet of Fire, which is the fourth book. Fourth one. Born that's where. Book. That's about where I, I I got through the fourth one and I quit on the fifth one. Really? Mm-hmm. Why is that? She gets so long-winded. Just like it's oh, already started. My. Yeah, well, it gets like Goblet of Fire, especially in the book, should have ended four times, five times. Yeah, in my, I don't opinion. know about that, but I mean, just just the description, you know. So every book starts with him at him at the uh, Dursleys, and it's this, you know, this kind of miniature adventure to get to Hogwarts. You know, these different like kind of episodic like right. adventures. Every single one of them has become a little bit more long-winded, a little more boring, a little less interesting. It's like, come on. This is kind of shitty, and it's the exact same. Yeah, book five is where the story really shifts. It gets much darker, uh, much more intricate. You know, They they start to become grown-ups. Right. I I think they're about 16, 17, and so they start getting into that. Um, But, yeah, I... uh, I couldn't do it. it. I couldn't do it. it. I, I tried. I tried. It I turns was... out these books aren't even that long. Like I thought Harry they, Potter books were huge, but they're not. They that get long. Yeah, but I've also done, you know, the console wars and the uh, Dresden Files and stuff. It's 
It's nothing compared to the Dresden Files. Who? Who's the? Did I give you those the Harry Potters? Yes. Okay. So you got Stephen like, Fry, like yeah. the full blown professional like movie uh-huh. actor. Yeah. And they even do like cool effects. Like yeah, there's sometimes where like the character is supposed to be talking behind a wall, so they put the reader in some type of situation where he's muffled, so he sounds like he's behind the wall, or if he there's like a howler, like a thing where they get letters from their parents while they're at Hogwarts, and it's just this letter that yells so loud that it shakes the walls of the school, and they do like this cool effect where it's all it sounds like he's yelling, but it's not too loud in your ears. It just adds a lot of reverb and mm-hmm. yeah, you know, no, it's, it's really, really good. professional. It's the uh, British version. The English yeah. version has a different reader, but it's nah, Stephen Fry version. who is awesome. I prefer the British version. Oh yeah. Hey, I need to get yeah. back on the book train. I've been trying to stay on the writing train the last couple of weeks. Trying to hammer out the the second. Speaking episode. of which, I really want the rough draft of the first episode. I will. I'll get it. I I'll need f- to get through that because I don't think we need to finish that until I at least read it once and give you like some ideas, right? Well, I yeah. don't want you to get too married to the original without some input. Well, I mean, the the episodes aren't really super connected yet. Okay. You know, it's they're they're little tidbits that'll get connected eventually later. Kind yeah, of but they're they're more one-offs that'll eventually snowball into a bigger story. I like that idea. Well, you got to build the role. I mean, the first. I mean, depending sure. depending on the series you watch, especially any Joss Whedon show, the entire first season is world building. That's almost true for all the great shows. Yeah. That's yeah. Why all the most great first seasons kind of suck. Yeah. It's just all world building, which is. How long, did, how long was it until Star Trek The Next Generation actually started to pick up steam and become a TV show? Third season. Season third or fourth, right? I, I think like you started getting into it. I, I think third season is when it really started to be a thing. Like a, but it's you, like fully rip-roaring in like the fourth season. Oh, yeah. Like yeah. it's a full-blown TV show. Right. So, you know, three and a half seasons in before you start to really connect and become into TV, you know, into characters and stuff mm. like i'm watching mash and i've gotten through like the first season and a half and it's not mash that i know yet it's like oh, still yeah. isn't they're still developing the characters are still settling into like their characters these are you know it's not quite the mash that i know yet and see that's one of the things that's changed a lot with tv is now man if you don't catch someone in the first six episodes you're done yeah. you're done so it's like the development yeah. has to be a lot faster which May or may not be good, which I don't think it's good. May or well, it depends. It depends. May or may not be good when it comes to like producing shows like Breaking Bad. Those come out of the gate at a ten, and they go for six seasons or five seasons, and they're done. And they tell a specific you know story. If that's how you intend on doing it, like you have this five season mini series that you want to do, that's fine. You want the characters coming. You don't want to spend the four seasons becoming a good show. Right. But if you're going to do a MASH or a Star Trek, I'm okay with taking your time and you know letting it kind of simmer and develop and become good shows. We yes. most likely miss out on really good sitcoms and TV shows because we, as a, I guess, what, society or culture, uh-huh. don't give a lot of TV shows time to simmer like we should? No, definitely not. If you but, want... It's also generated Game of Thrones and Breaking Bad and The Orange is the New Black and House of Cards. Right, but that's more of a that's a different well, House of Cards and um 
the Orange, Orange is the New Black, Black or the Netflix, so they get the w- entire season in a shot. Right, but that's also kind of influenced by this impatience that we have. I mean, Netflix has kind of generated that impatience in that. Oh, yes. Right, yes, right, has. right. So they're kind of feeding themselves a you know, self-fulfilling prophecy. But it's true nonetheless that as a culture, we do want to binge watch. We want the first season to be fully polished and done like a Game of Thrones or a, you know, Lord of the Rings. Yeah. We want it to come out ready to go. I was, uh, I was reading this really interesting article somewhere about how so many shows now mm-hmm. are going for second season. That's their big season to draw people is because they know they're getting on Netflix. Because I don't know, if, a lot of people don't remember this, but no one knew what Breaking Bad was until the third season. Third season. Third season. Because that's when it hits mind. Netflix. Yeah. Because they binge yeah. watch the first season. Oh, yeah. I think Ryan's having some technical difficulties. Oh, the lights come on. Yay. Anyway. Anyway. So, yeah. Uh, okay, if you can find it, and this is just a tip to anyone out there, find the show Selfie. Selfie? Uh-huh. It was, okay. on, it was on ABC, and I think it made like 11 episodes. And it was so good. It was such a perfect... I don't. It was just so pointed at today's society, especially like a twenty-two, twenty-three year old, just mm-hmm. so into the social networking and everything, and just kind of missing life. Right. It was. It was a playoff of My Fair Lady, if I remember right. But um, yeah, watch it. Jillian Anderson, gorgeous. Um, Good. Harold Harold from Harold and Kumar was the other lead in it. Oh, I like him. Yeah, the uh, the Asian one. Isn't it weird that like Harold and Kumar go to White Castle or whatever that show was? Is what um, relaunched Doogie Howser's career, and now he's one of like the most famous like actors in TV. Oh yeah, now yeah, he got what's um, his name? Uh, Her- Neil um, Patrick Harris. Neil Patrick Harris. Yeah. And if you go back and watch the show that that movie that kind of made him popular as an adult actor, he's full blown crazy. Oh, doing yeah. coke off of hookers' asses while they're jumping a convertible and stuff. Like, it's full-blown insane. But he's got good chops when it comes oh, to yeah. acting, man. He can fucking do it. Have you seen a Dr. Horrible sing-along blog? <laughs> I have not. Oh, you need to. It's um, Josh Whedon directed it. It was during the writer's strike but back in, like, 2010, somewhere around there. Yeah. And it was just something to do to stay busy. So it's him, uh, Nathan Fillion, Neil Patrick Harris, and Felicia Day, and it's okay. And he, uh, Neil Patrick Harris is Doctor Horrible, and he's sort of singing, you know, doing these blog entries about this girl he loves, and and uh, Nathan Fillion is the superheroes, you know, Captain Hammer, and. It's it's hilarious. At one point, Captain Hammer is like, "Yeah, I'm going to go show her my hammer." By hammer, I mean penis. <laughs> it's just perfect. <laughs> that kind it, of it's, humor. Yeah. It's about 45 minutes, and I'm pretty sure it's on Netflix. It's easy to find on the internet. Watch it. It is okay. Hilarious. Just absolutely hilarious. Ugh. Ugh. So you gotta you gotta recommend for us before we wrap up the show today. 
Okay, I am... So everybody knows, from now on, I'm going to come up with something that's a little more lighthearted and a little less... You know, that'll probably go with the better of the flow that we've been having. Because each time I've come up with something that doesn't fit the narrative of <laughs> the last hour and a half conversation at all. But this one I feel like I should have recommended way sooner. Because I think you have a real difficult time actually taking anybody's advice before you take this advice. I may be wrong, but... Okay. Anyway. It sounds pretentious now that I try to say it out loud. But, um, but you really need to know yourself. Right? Like, it's really important. I recommend that you get to know who you are. You know, like... Really know the kind of girl you want. And I don't just mean the kind, you know, like, try not to pay attention to all of the outside influences that you have trying to describe to you what you, what they think you want in a girl. And, you know, I know it's difficult, but try to separate yourself from that kind of stuff. Like what your mom thinks and what your best friend thinks and what, you know, Western society movie thinks and what, you know, whatever TV show you're in kind of thing. And really know what, you think you know the kind of girl that you want you know it's important to really to know who you are before you'll be able to go anywhere in this life because I think it's too easy to get bumped around you know I just noticed so many people that are kind of what are they almost lost or almost don't realize they're alive you know what I mean like they don't quite realize that this is their one chance at reality well, for so many people, and I would like to take up a little bit on this, for so many people, they define themselves by something. That's right. why a lot of people, when they get out of either high, especially high school, especially if they were, you know, a jock or popular, and they go somewhere where they're not, they, they just they list and they don't know. Right. And it's really easy to define yourself by what you do, what you listen to. I mean, we've all been guilty of it i mean you, I don't sure know, i'm a skater yeah, yeah i'm a skater or i'm, I'm a an alt rocker whatever right. yeah mm-hmm. and sort of i mean those things are important and they do influence who you are but they aren't who you are they it are can be an expression do. of who you are can be yes yes but don't let them define who you are exactly you know, don't get so stuck on teen connoisseur beer drinker that you can't ever drink a whiskey because you're so worried about, uh, you know, offending the team, you know. So don't, I don't, I guess I should have tried to think of a better way to explain this. But it's more of like really know who you are, you know. Know what, know your sense of humor and know, I don't know. It's just the basic of it. It's just I recommend you know yourself. That'll help you out with like a lot of things. Especially down in your life, you know what I mean? Like, right? Yeah, here's. Here's kind of how my dad put it to me. Eventually, as long as you're, especially in someone's house, you know, your kid, you kind of wear the coat of your parents, their beliefs, their feelings. And as you grow up, you start to add things to your own coat. And eventually you're going to have to take off your parents' coat and the things you've added to it and look at it and decide if that's who you are and who you want to be. Oh, wow. So take your own coat off and see if that's who you really want to be. And make sure it's your coat that you put back on. Right. Don't put someone else's coat on. And other Mm -hmm. people affect us. I mean, 
I can think about so many people, and I can think look at different, very ex, ex, exact things in my life that I picked up from someone else or because of someone else, experiences, breakups, girlfriends, whatever. I have an extremely specific example. Okay. You remember when me and you went to camp and we went, um, we signed up for the, you could pay the extra money and go golfing? Uh-huh. Do you remember the opportunity that me and you got, which is, I don't know how rare it is. Uh-huh. But we got to go with Joe White. Uh-huh. So we're with Joe White and Matt Houston. And oh, you yeah. remember, like, I had a pretty good round. Like, I don't, I still, even to this day, he affected me so bad that I have a hard time talking about it. But I had a really good round that time. We went and played, like, this par three or this, I don't remember what it was. It had a couple par fours, but mostly par threes. Yeah. And I was just sticking the ball, like, just a couple feet from the pin most of the holes. It was really good. And I had a couple where they were just a couple inches. And you might even remember this. You may not. But oh, when we no, got in I the remember car, this vividly. When we got in the car with, uh, Matt, or with uh, Joe White, it was me, you, and Joe. And uh, I was just really happy with myself. Now, I come from a family that didn't have a dad, and I didn't have anybody who cared about me. So I, I had to toot my own horn if anybody was ever going to toot it. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't get a bunch of, like, you did well, son, or I'm pretty proud of you, or, hey, you're pretty good at this. You know, like, if I ever had that, it came from me. But needless to say, I was kind of proud of myself. And Joe goes, you ever get tired of patting yourself on the back? <laughs> it... Dude, I don't pat myself on the back for shit no more. Like, I am really hardcore about, like, I get real sensitive about even mentioning ever that I'm good at what I do. And it has affected me when it comes to, like, even work. Like, there's been opportunities where I should be like, hey, I'm really good at what I do here and I should deserve a raise, where I'm just afraid of even mentioning it because somebody that you look up to, like, a god figure points out a flaw that you have. I don't know. I'm just, just saying... Those so, kind of moments can be very, you can have very specific. You, you remember the shot, right, from that round? Yeah. Mm -hmm. He remembered it almost <laughs> 10 years later. I, I, I actually, I asked him about it one day. Did you really? I was there picking up little brothers, and I ran into him. I was like, hey. That's one of the shots that, that was one of the reasons I was so excited with myself. Because we went through an event that, to me, was kind of, I'll never forget it. Oh, it was hilarious. Absolutely. It was <laughs> okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna jump on this sort of with a big thought, which I, I heard today, and I I have scrapped a little bit, and I really liked it. I was listening to this uh, podcast from this workout guy, Sean T. He does the T25 stuff, and he is I don't remember exactly what the question was, but he said life doesn't have beginnings and ends; it's a relay race, and you're mm. just passing the baton to yourself over and over. And so when things are ending and beginning, you're passing yourself the baton again. So make sure you do it right and don't lose your momentum. Right. And I really like that analogy because mm -hmm. so, so much of our lives are geared up in beginnings and ends, you know, instead of just being happy with the progress, just being happy right. with, you know what, I'm better than I was a year ago, and I can still be better, but you know what, I'm happy, because as, as, as long as you're happy with progress, you'll always be happy, as long as you're progressing, so you'll never get stagnant, mm. but you may never reach the end, because there may be no end, because right. for a lot of things in life, there are, no, there are no ends, 
They're just progress. And so that's, that's something I've decided to, to really embrace this year. Now, now yeah. that I've heard it, cause I never thought of it that way, but I'm going to be happy with progress and not try to be so, so caught up in the, the goal. Destination. Right. Yeah. Progress moving forward is the goal, not meeting, going to getting to the finish line. And that does tie in with knowing yourself well, mm-hmm. because there's some batons that you should just drop. Yes. They are making you miserable. And you're, some, you're taking yourself further into a direction you don't actually want to go. And sometimes those are people. Sometimes those are habits. So, I mean, some, the hardest Jobs. batons in the world are people. Like People. People. Oh, yeah. People. Oh. Yeah, but it's also sometimes, you know, you got to really know... What you want, and that can require a level of honesty that some people can't even be with themselves. No, no, I, I, yeah, you have, if you're, you need to have an existential crisis by yourself. You need to really know what you love and be honest. Mm. You know, a question, a good question that I like to ask myself sometimes is if I were to lose everything right now. Everything were to be gone, what would I really miss? Mm, yeah. Internet. <laughs> yeah, that'd be one of them. A bit more like people and jobs and situations, not you know. Oh, I thought we were talking about important things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you mean like your car and your golf set? Like those things. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. The car that I hate in the golf clubs. <laughs> I might be able to swing now. That's uh, something I'm hoping to get back into. And on that bombshell, <laughs> we'll call it a night. We'll call it a night. Wow, that got serious at the end there, didn't it? <laughs> yeah, we're going to have to work on that, Jacob. We I need to do it at the beginning. <laughs> we need to do this at the beginning and then just have fun the rest of the time. <laughs> I'm in. I'm in. We need to work this out. <laughs> All right, everybody. What it is is we just get to talking for an hour and a half, and then at the end we're like, hey, we have these obligations that we kind of set up like 10 episodes ago. Do you have any recommends? And I'm like, yeah, but it was totally bad for what we were just talking about. <laughs> You know you can say that. We can just move on. You don't actually have to recommend it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Hey, how about next time you recommend like... Mario World. Something. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'll, I'll work on that. I'll work on that. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Remember, www.f2en.com. Uh, 42podcast at gmail.com. At 42podcast on Twitter. Uh, thank you once again, and I hope you enjoyed episode 21 of the 42 podcast. Have a good night. Bye.